It's officially Marketing a Talk. Marketing a Clock's monthly roundtable discussion episode. Join our team and a panel of experts to dive deep into a specific digital marketing topic. Don't forget, you can catch our famous Friday news show each and every Friday morning at youtube.marketingaclock.com or wherever you consume your podcast. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernheld, aka Shop, and it is officially Marketing a Talk, and today we are talking about cool tools, specifically PPC tools. Today our experts are going to share the tools that they use to research, set up, report, and optimize their accounts, and we have an all-star team here today. First, someone you may know, partner and digital marketer at Cypress North and co-host of Marketing a Clock, Greg Finn is in the house. Hello, Greg. Hello, how's it going? Thanks for being here. And we are also joined by another familiar face, her first time joining us as official BFF of the show, Co-Marketing's Andrea Cruz is here. Hello, Andrea. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? Great. Good to see you. And finally, we have an unfamiliar but appealing face, nonetheless. Please welcome Greg of the Year 2020. You guys, PPC Greg is here. Hello, PPC Greg. Hey, thanks for having me. For anyone who is new here, PPC Greg is Greg's, if that is your real name, burner account. In his own words, he is an enigma in the digital world, never staying in one place too long and never falling in love. (laughs) He does really know his stuff, so everyone should follow him. And in today's episode, it is definitely worth checking out because he is with us on YouTube as a banana. This This has to be the first interview with a banana ever. In history. In, in history. Yeah, so we had to make it work somehow without revealing your identity. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and PBC Greg here is a fellow Mike Posner fan, which reminds me of a line, you've got designer shades just to hide your face and you wear them around like you're cooler than me from the song Cooler Than Me off the 2010 album, 31 Minutes to Take Off. Okay, great. We got some big Mike Posner fans. Hopefully he's listening. Probably, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How are we going to do this with a banana, but it's amazing. Yeah, we're going to go for it. Okay, so let's get into the content of the episode. First, I want to ask each of you how often you use PPC tools, or is this something you do every week, every day, monthly? I'll start with you, Andrea. Absolutely every day. <laughs> There's no way to live without them. Right, you live and die by them. And Greg Finn? Yeah, I mean, every day. And then it kind of, there are a lot of different like features that are even tools. So, you know, if you're not using tools every day, you're probably doing something wrong. PPC, Greg, Mr. Banana. Yeah, I, I agree. hundred percent. Got to use them every day. If you're not, you're, you're doing a disservice. Okay. We're in agreement there. So we're talking about PPC tools here, which means a lot of Google ads. Can each of you talk to me about Google ads tools you love? And we have a lot here. So I was thinking I'd start with Greg Finn and then everyone can name one. We'll go in a circle until we run out of ideas, kind of rapid fire style. So Greg, you start, Greg Finn. All right. So I think, you know, one thing and that's really helpful is scripts. So, you know, making custom scripts saying that, you know, if you're trying to make sure you spend and stop at a certain period, uh, you know, your budget for a daily budget and you don't want to go two X over or something like that, scripts are huge and really valuable. Awesome. PPC Greg. Yeah, I'll just uh, reiterate that and say we, we use rules to kind of catch ourselves with that. Um, and then we use Ads Editor extremely frequently. 
Yeah, and one point on the rules too, like we use scripts and rules as well. Like, so some sometimes like we'll have a script shut things off and then a rule the next day turn things back on. So like you can you can use them together, which is, is cool. Mm-hmm. Andrea, what's your first Google tool? I'm gonna go with Google Optimize. Uh, it's free, everybody can use it. Um, I love that you can edit it <laughs> now. Yeah. Uh, Cause sometimes I set them up wrong and then I'm like, I don't, I don't like it anymore. I'm gonna change it. Um, so Google Optimize for sure. Cause we should always be testing. That's a great one. Going back to you, Greg Finn. Okay. Um, Banana took one of my previous ones here. So I'll go with Data Studio. Data Studio is replaced. We're gonna talk about it a little bit, but Google Data Studio works so well with Google ads and even other ad platforms. PPC Greg. We're going to go negative keyword lists. So uh, adding in a negative and then applying it across multiple accounts. Love that one. Andrea? I don't know if this is cheating, but I'm going to go with all negative audiences, keywords, and placements. Greg Finn? Okay. You're like taking on. We'll probably get into this in a, in a minute too, but um, Google Analytics, if you like search query data, it's very nice um, because you will not find that in Google Ads. <laughs> I just decided whoever doesn't have one first is like the banana next time. Okay, PPC Greg, do you have any more? Uh, yeah, uh, placement exclusion lists. And then I wanted to give a special shout out to Joe Martinez and uh, Julie Buccini. A few years ago, they put together a, a kids channel uh, exclusion list. And so we just applied that across the board. So our, our ads don't show up on Ryan's world. Oh my God, you need to tweet that out. I need that one. Yeah, Andrea? There's also a PPC protect one that's really good. It's so exhaustive though. It's like impossible to upload the whole thing, but yeah, that one's good. Andrea, any more? I'm gonna go with Wapalizer because sometimes I forget if a client has Google Optimize has um, the Facebook pixel. So I track it with that. Greg Finn, any more? I mean, I'm out. I'd say keyword planner, but I don't really like it. So I'll just, I'll fold, I lose. Okay, PPC Greg, (laughs) do you have any more? Uh, how about the uh, insights tab? I think it's a newer feature in, in accounts. Not not for kind of the usefulness of it, but uh, kind of the opposite of finding keywords that we want in negative. Oh, yeah. I like to call it the insight tab, like I-N-C-I-T-E, because the recommendations are really bad. <laughs> it's the second time I've made that joke on the air. Andrea, any more? Um, I think the last one is a Chrome extension. It's because I'm looking at it. So I'm kind of cheating while doing this. So I'm going to go with the CSS selector because here's an honest truth. <laughs> I, I used to bother our colleague to tell me what the CSS of certain thing was so I could create rules on Google Tag Manager. So now I have this thing and I don't have to bother him anymore. <laughs> it allows me to copy and paste something and then go into editor. Oh, the Google Tech Manager and just go for it. Awesome. So I've got- Back back in and add one one tool I totally (laughs) forgot. If we're talking Google tools, Tag Manager is really important to make sure that- Hey, that's cheating. Is it? (laughs) I said it, kind (laughs) of. Kind of, but again, when when you're using different platforms and you want all the pixels to fire at the same time and all the conversions to be the same, Tag Manager is really awesome at that. Okay. So I've got you all as a tie now. Anybody got one more? I give, give that to, to Andrea. She wins. Okay. Andrea wins. <laughs> she is so BFF of the, the show. <laughs> I get to be the banana or is. Oh, the I losers know. is supposed to be oh. the banana. So both Greg's will be the banana next time we're all together. <laughs> I heard there were multiple banana options. So we'll have a lot to choose from. Okay. Wow, so, Shep, you know, that comment 
really reminds me of the line, don't do me dirty, show me some mercy, darling, please lay down your weaponry from the song Weaponry off the 2020 Operation Wake Up album. Oh, is that my poster? <laughs> I don't know, PBC Craig, is it? You hate yes, that album. I can confirm, yeah, it is. Wow, those are some beautiful lyrics to live by. Okay, speaking of Google tools, I wanted to ask you guys real quick, if you have a Google tool that you don't really like, but you have something third party that you use to beat it. Andrea, can you think of any? Um, I have a love and hate relationship with Google Data Studio because yes, it integrates very well with Google tools. But then for example, if you want to do something with LinkedIn, you have to do a Google Sheet, connect it back. And I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. So do you have anything you like to use instead? No, I, I still use Google Studio, <laughs> but I don't necessarily love it. it. I, I am <laughs> mad about it because it's like I don't want to pay for something else because I can do it with Data Studio, but then there are things about it that I don't like. Yeah. I've noticed that with accounts that are significantly larger, they sometimes have issues rendering the correct data. Um, so if you compare it at something that it's very granular, like keyword data, um, it, it might have a few numbers that are different, so. Okay. Greg Finn, do you have any? Yeah, I, I actually hate um, GA uh, or Google Analytics. I think, I think that trying to get all the information there and, and get to it is, is troubling. I like the data, but I use Data Studio. I actually like Data Studio a lot, even though it does take a long time to load. I like just having custom reports for everything. You know, instead of going in and trying to find all that, I like seeing here's how much we spent in Google ads, here's the revenue, here's everything in one one spot. And I, I don't necessarily hate it. I just hate it going in and checking it and using it as a tool to see like, how are things going? I like making my own reports with Data Studio as a replacement. Some strong words for Google Analytics there. Wow. <laughs> okay, let's get into the meat of the episode today and talk about third-party tools. I'm going to break this out into different sections, starting with the beginning. So do you guys have any research tools to share, keyword research or otherwise? Andrea, I'll start with you. I think this is an unpopular opinion, but I do like Google Apps Keyword Planner. That's where I start. What does Google understand of what I'm doing? And then I expand beyond that. Um, I also like the free Chrome tool called Keywords Everywhere. They do have a paid version, but with the free version, it gives you a lot of insight into what you want to target and what to exclude. Because when you started building keyword lists, you should start thinking immediately about keywords you don't want, especially in this era that Google wants to take your money and run with it. Definitely. What about you, Greg Finn? Yeah, so I, I personally don't like um, the the Google tool. I, I it's you have to go through and really configure it all the time to get it the right way. Um, one thing that I think is a huge improvement is the SEMrush tool or SEMrush tool um, because you can run in and put put your keywords in. And the thing that is so phenomenal is you can see different like topic clusters within a term. So let's say that you're looking for something like um, bananas, right? You, you type in banana because you watched the show and you got hungry. You might see something like, you know, uh, nutrition. You might see where grown. You see all these different elements that really can play well into using that data and making ad groups specifically. Uh, and then you can hop on through and use it to mine. But I love looking at just, again, or for negatives, just seeing what these major categories are within a term is really helpful. 
And then another thing that's um, great is Google Auto Suggest and just seeing that. I think Neil Patel had a tool somewhere. I would probably tell you to put your information in there. Um, and I don't know who this is, but there's uh, something called the Keyword Freak. I think it's thekeywordfreak.com. It's a super creepy image that pops up. Um, but when you put something in, it gives you everything else that's going to be auto-completed there. So, you know, if somebody is typing that in, it may be a term that you hadn't seen before. Um, you can mix it in and, again, give you some more ideas. Nice. What about you, PPC Greg? What are your favorite research tools? Yeah, I'll just uh, re-say that I, I haven't had a lot of luck with uh, the Keyword Planner either. So kind of trying to find new keywords to add. Um, definitely just based off of what our keywords are now matching to using that information. And then um, the one the one I had is, uh, it's a website, seranking.com. And you can specifically go in there and change where Google's recognizing your location to be. So you can do a bunch of different searches for, um, you know, whatever keywords you want, and then see kind of the ads that are showing up specifically in that area. So if I was, you know, doing a search for bananas and I wanted to do it based in Buffalo, um, I could see who's advertising for bananas in Buffalo, um, not only to see, you know, what competitors are there, um, but also to see like ad copy and try to get ideas there. Nice. More evidence that you might be Greg Finn looking for placements in Buffalo. <laughs> and what about competitive tools? Greg Finn, I'll start with you. Yeah. So for competitive tools, one thing that, that I just have used a lot in the past is, is SpyFu. Um, and with SpyFu, you can see, you know, roughly what competitors are bidding on. You can see ad copy, ad creative. Um, you get a lot of information and you can also get other ideas from that. So I think, I think SpyFu is probably the go-to. You can do these, this tool for free. Um, I, I'll tell you if it's a paid version for anything I mentioned on the show. Um, and then if you do pay for it, you can, you can get a lot more access, but it's, it's got historical stuff too, which is really nice. So you can be like, well, what was the offer that competitor A had at this time last year? Um, and you can go back in time and see that, which is fantastic. Um, another thing that's similar is um, AdBeat. Uh, it's just mainly for like the creatives. So if you want to see like what, again, ad copy somebody's using out there, there's a free version, there's a paid version. But you can run through and see like the display campaign that's going on and everything. You get like a little locker you can store ads into and all that. And it's, it's really nice. And then um, I'll hold off on, on one because I don't want to step on Andrea here. So that's it for me. Okay. Looking at you, PPC Greg, what's your next? What are your competitive tools? Yeah. So uh, kind of in the same line, uh, I like to look at moat, moat.com. Um, there you can kind of see display uh, creative people are using. Um, but then I really like Optimizer's free tool, uh, the Auction Insights Visualizer. So we use that specifically to kind of look at, uh, you know, who we're bidding against and then try to kind of figure out what their schedule is. So if we can see that they specifically turn off on certain days or if they turn off, you know, the end of the month, um, you know, maybe we can capitalize on that. Nice. Andrea? Um, I'm going to go with Rush or Rush, I guess. <laughs> I am Asian Rush team. I'm sorry, people there. But we just say them both yeah. at the same time. <laughs> they should have tackled this earlier. But um, I do like it because you can see everything in one platform. So what other people are doing on paid search, on PLAs, on display, um, it gives you insights. I want my absolute favorite report of Sam Rush is <laughs> the one about um 
the gap analysis, which allows you to compare, for example, my paid keywords versus my competitors' paid keywords, or my paid keywords versus my competitors' organic keywords, and you get a ton of insight out of them. Um, it's not perfect. Uh, you will see things in there that you know no one is advertising towards, but they are great additions as negative keywords as well. Okay. PPC, Greg, you have one more. Yeah, so I, I just moved into the bidding tools category, I guess, but uh, I, I really do like, uh, since Bing is integrated with LinkedIn now, um, you have the ability to specifically uh, increase or decrease bids for people that work for a specific company. So going in and just uh, for a couple of our clients, like finding their biggest competitors and then just completely shooting down their bids uh, for people that work there so that they never see our ads if they were to do a search. Nice. Greg nice. Finn, do you have any yeah, bidding tools? I don't know if it's bidding tools specifically, but it could be helping. Um, I just want to go back on one thing with Andrea and the um, SEM rush issue. Like other people, when you're doing that keyword research and you're looking for things, a lot of times people get too dialed in, in my opinion, on just paid. And, and that's another thing with um, SEM rush, like see what your competitors are ranking for. Uh, organically what they're trying to go after as well um, you know just take a look at the full at the full picture and I, I like looking at that as well because you might be like well they don't have somebody doesn't have ads specifically but they're a company they don't need it or something like let's say your airbnb where everything came from organic you know um, looking at, at the, that traffic can be helpful as well what uh, about bidding then, tools? so bidding tools you know i think um, that with um, SEMrush, you can see rough bids, you can see difficulty. So that's something else to kind of consider, right? Like, is it cheap? And is it, um, you know, not less difficult? That's something for sure that makes sense. Um, and then another bidding tool that this is kind of, um, <clears throat> kind of a, a workaround, I'd say, is, you know, it reminds me of um, a line from Mike Posner's song, ships are safe in the harbor. But that ain't what ships are made for from the song nothing is wrong off the 2019 keep going album um, but experiments right like so you have your campaigns going on and you can um, actively try different methodologies of bidding and run google experiments right so like it that's i think where you could really see success with smart bidding if you've got manual cpc or ECPC and you want to test it against, um, you know, uh, TROAS or TCPA or something like that, um, use the experiments. They work really good and then you can apply them. It's actually awesome. Um, and I think that you can just use yourself as like a, make a little kind of Petri dish and you don't have to give all the traffic there, but use that specifically. Uh, the experiments Google ads are phenomenal. Great. I think we are ready to move on to reporting tools. Andrea, what are your favorite reporting tools? Well, I already mentioned Data Studio, and I know a lot of people try Data Studio two years ago, and I have to give them credit that they have improved. You can do so much more now. Um, if you haven't done reports in Data Studio recently um, and you feel lazy because you have to do a lot of track and drop, they do have this report library that you can use as a way to get started. And it's as easy as copying their template adding your Google Ads account, analytics, whatever it might be, and the data will start flowing and then you can make changes to that. Um, I think that that's very convenient just to give it a shot and see if you like it. Awesome. Greg Finn. Yeah, so I think I'm like right aligned with Andrea here where we use, we, we used to use Swido, which is totally fine. I mean, it's, 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 it's there's nothing wrong with it. It's just yeah. data studio. <laughs> 
data seed is just like the future, right? Where you can go in and you can input the date, you can change everything. Um, Sarah here at, at Cypress North is um, a wizard with it, where we can show drop off, um, you know, within a conversion process and throughout the funnel and list out all the steps and percentages through um, using events and, and, and GA as well. But to me, you can do anything in Data Studio. Again, out of the box, there's um, a whole bunch of stuff there that you can just pull in that's even like Google Ads specific. Um, but if you can think about it, you can do it in in Data Studio and then you can customize it. So it's a living, breathing thing based off the time you choose. What about you, PPC, Greg? Yeah, I'll just uh, agree with Data Studio. Um, Amy Hebden of Paid Search Magic uh, has a bunch of really good resources and uh, templates on uh, how to format your data to make it more so visually pleasing, visually pleasing, um, both for you, I think, and, and it's really important for your clients to make it easy for them to digest it. And one other note on Data Studio too, we use Supermetrics to be able to pull everything in. I don't know if anybody uses Funnel IO or anything like that, but um, Supermetrics is you need it um, in order to get like all the actual ad platform data and the proper conversions and everything. We we're on a call yesterday and we're like, I wonder if we can make an inventory tracking tool with Shopify. And we couldn't because we have a Supermetrics Data Studio connector. If you get frustrated with Data Studio, look into the Supermetrics plugin because it will help you get all the information you need. Awesome. Let's get tracking. Greg Finn, what are your favorite tracking tools for PPC? Yeah, so for me, again, I think it's data, uh, Google Tag Manager is like the most important thing to make sure that all your conversions are aligned. Um, you know, I, I still am old enough to remember the days where you're like, go put this uh, pixel on this page and do that. And it was brutal, you know? And so I think that that's one thing that's um, <clears throat> really beneficial. Again, the, um, the homebrew kind of super metrics report that we talked about with um, data studio is big. And then, you know, use your CRM if you have a client, especially Andre, I know you're really heavy B2B. Um, you know, you can see a lot of information about um, what's actually happening in HubSpot, ActiveCampaign, Marketo, whatever you're using there. Like, don't just sleep on that data because they already converted or you have that information. Um, you can serve them better. And, you know, again, maybe it's remarketing, something like that. But um, you look at that data. Don't just let it sit there. Great. Any tools to add, Andrea? Um, I think I just want to emphasize the importance of the CRM and the marketing automation tools. Uh, Hotspot, Marketo, Portal, whatever you might be using. Um, I have a client that I'm onboarding. They are with us for about a month now. And I told them, I'm going to get rid of all your UTMs because you don't need them. And they were like, wait, one, we're going to lose visibility. How are we going to track? And I was like, don't worry, I'm going to set you free. They are the happiest couple of people right now because um, it's like um, Greg Fing was saying, um, <laughs> we don't need all of those tracking templates that we needed to use in the past. Some of them, you don't need them anymore. So whenever possible, just streamline, make sure that you are integrating data through APIs, making sure you have full visibility. And um, it's not a secret that I specialize on the B2B side. Um, and I can I cannot leave and, and manage and track uh, conversions through the length of the funnel in B2B without these tools. So whenever possible, ask for them. If you are in-house, really look at that data because it's the only way to move forward. Great. 
And we already talked about bidding tools, but I want to talk specifically about bid management tools. I know this isn't as big of a deal now that we have smart bidding, but PPC Greg, do you have any bid management tools, third party that you like to use? Yeah, so we, we do try to stick with a manual bid still. So um, it, it's not exactly a third party, I guess. So I guess what I had is uh, the rules, kind of what we talked about earlier, um, just managing bids based on specific uh, KPIs on specific intervals. So maybe raising bids every few days or something along those lines. Yeah, so you are the tool, I guess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what wow. about you, Greg? Shots fired. <laughs> I, am, I am a tool, yeah. <laughs> What about you, Greg Finn? Do you have a Mike Posner lyric for us here? How did I do that? No. Um, so I, I, to me, I think that, um, you know, I, I had some experience back in the day, back in like 2008 or so, using Kenshu or Shay or whatever it's called now. Shy? Sky? Sky? Something Sky? Like that. Something. <laughs> I've used Kenshu. I used Efficient Frontier back in the day. I know that there are all these bidding tools out there um, that... That, that say they can do Google's job better than Google. I've just never seen it. I've not, I've tried pretty much everything and I've never seen anything come remotely close um, to it. So like, I, to me, I'm sort of like a Sam Hankey trust the process kind of, kind of guy here. And, you know, you might have a couple of misfires like a Ben Simmons, but at the end of the day, you know, Google knows more about their searchers than some third-party bid management tool, um, in my opinion. I know that there's a time and a place for them, like especially making massive changes across massive local accounts when you've got um, an unreasonable amount of campaigns. Fine, use it for that. But for actual like bidding and the actual bid management part of it, I've just never seen any success with any of the tools um, outside of what you can do if you're a skilled PPC marketer. Awesome. Moving on to landing pages. Andrea, do you have any landing page optimization tools that you like to use? Um, I like Microsoft Clarity, which I don't know how many people have tested. No. They launched this year, right? Yeah. Was it, right, it might have been late last year, but yeah. But it's a great tool. I, I, so here's what bothers me about things like Hotjar in Croatia. You have to go in and you have to set it up and you have to wait. With Microsoft Clarity, it whenever the whatever the tag is located, it will automatically do it. It will do it for your whole site, so it's not like oh shoot, I forgot to set it up. It's already there. Um, they are adding more tools to it. It's free. I love it. I'm a fan. Good job, Microsoft. And then awesome. the other thing I do like though is um, the Crazy Egg integration with Google Optimize. So if you are using Google Optimize and you have a Crazy Egg account. You can actually see how people behave in the different pages that you are testing on Google Optimize. And that's fantastic because you just get more data about what's working, when, how people are interacting with the page, how they're moving, what are they clicking, look at the heat map and all of that. Awesome. What about you, Greg Finn? Yeah, so for me, I actually love Hotjar. Um, I think it's a phenomenal journey into the psyche of your users. Um, and, and people that land on the page, right? So with Hotjar, obviously you can have heat maps and, and everything like that. And heat maps and Hotjar are still better than what you get with GA because GA just looks at where the page was and what the next page is. So if there's links that go to the same page, it's gonna have the same percentage and Hotjar doesn't do that. So that's a plus. 
Uh, but to me, it's just the recordings, right? You can really get that insight into what people like or don't like about a landing page. So for me, that's huge. I also just am a huge fan of the rage clicks. It's an option in a hot chart. You just, I just hop to the rage clicks and I see what like triggered people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's really cool. And then, you know, I love um, un- Unbounce for making landing pages. It's super easy. It integrates with everything um, across the board. You know, you can it, it, just any CRM, it, it's flawless. And then you know, Mark, I know is a huge fanatic of, um, they have like smart, um, smart options as well that work well for us. I haven't tried those, but just, you know, anecdotally. And then, um, if you have Shopify, Shogun is okay. It's a landing page builder. It's a little bit, um, it will make you pull your hair out a little bit, but you can do really good stuff. And that's one thing that Shopify has lacked in the past is like, you know, good plugins to make stuff with. And, you know, so you didn't have to put it on a subdomain and you could do it right there within Shopify using Shogun. Great. What about account auditing? Back to you, Greg Finn. Do you have account audit tools that you turn to? Yeah, honestly, like, Shep, you're, you're like the tool, right? Like we're, we're lucky enough to have um, enough folks here in the office that are really talented and can hop in and just give a different perspective. Um, and I would say like, there should be probably more of that in the industry, you know, like to be able to have somebody to um, talk through or, you know, have a community and stuff. I feel like everybody's always like so defensive about that. Um, but just like for, for, for me personally, like being okay to say, hey, can somebody take a look and give me feedback on this and say like, oh, this isn't working and grabbing Mark or somebody um, I think is big. But if you're talking about a tool, I would definitely say OptiScore. Uh, no, I'm joking. I would never say that. Don't look at that. Don't, and, don't that why, and say optimization score. I've already had my gripe with this. So I think, I know Optio is a sponsor on the show, but I think it like is legit good. It'll, you know, identify things that, you know, might be blocking each other. It doesn't just tell you to raise your budgets all day long. Um, it's, it's really cool. It's pricey. And if you spend more, you have to pay more. Um, but if you're like in-house by yourself and you are afraid to like ask somebody or pay to have somebody like come through and, and give you feedback, um, check out Optio. And also like, don't hesitate to reach out though. Like Optio is great, but you could also get humans. Um, we had a, a caller or a caller, a listener of Marketing Clock call me. We we did trade and I just gave him tips on the account, recorded it, and he gave, did trade. So we got a cool sign coming. Thanks, Luke. But like, don't, don't be, people are really nice and, you know, use people too. What about you, PPC, Greg? Yeah, so this isn't third party. So I think I missed that uh, caveat, but uh, Google Ads Editor. Um, I like to kind of, when we're first like onboarding a new account, jumping in there and, and just stripping away all the extra noise that comes with the, the interface itself, um, just so you can really make sure and, and do all your checks you need to do, um, do you, have everything in front of you. Do you pull in the data? You know how you can like pull the data into Ads Editor? I, I've always found that so annoying. Not, not so much for auditing, but actually like bid management, I'll, I'll mm. pull in uh, full data and then, you know, click through rate or something along those lines and make bid adjustments that way. Yeah. That's always like, that's where I think it could take the next step. I, I love ads Center. I don't know how I'd work without it, but like, it'd be really nice if they made that easier somehow to like see the actual data, but I'm with you on that. You're getting ahead. That's another category, Greg. Oh, I, I'm just thinking I already have, I already have ones for that. Don't worry. Chef. Okay. Let's move on to miscellaneous tools. Anything that we didn't cover, I will go to you first PPC, Greg. 
Yeah, so one tool that I really like is going to be Clixis. Um, I think it's pretty much the same as like PPC Protect or something along those lines. Um, this is great for our larger accounts, uh, just being able to talk to them and, and tell them, hey, we have this ability to, to do this. Um, really, it's probably the biggest thing is just peace of mind. Um, I know a lot of people are concerned that you know, their competitors are waking up every morning, doing a search for them and trying to drain their, their daily budget. Um, though I'm not sure that's happening all that often. Um, it's great to just be able to say, well, you know, if they do that a few days in a row and they hit our specific criteria, then they'll, their IP will be blocked. Um, and then we won't have to worry about that. And then same thing with like countries. If, if a, a click is coming from a different country that you're trying to block, but for whatever reason, Google ads isn't blocking it. If uh, ClickSeas recognizes that, then then they'll go ahead and proactively block that IP from any future clicks as well. Nice. Andrea, what about you? Well, you guys know that on search, we don't really know who is searching. We just know their intent. So I like to close that gap by using LinkedIn's Insight Talk, which is free. You don't need to be running LinkedIn ads to be able to do so. And if you are using UTMs or just make LinkedIn track anything that has a click ID, uh, you can see actually the type of employees in companies that are engaging with your ads, their company size, and make decisions on ad copy, landing page, and how to edit that. Um, the other thing I like to use, which is technically an SEO tool, is a screaming frog. Um, you don't need to pay for the paid version, um, but I actually use the free version um, and I do this every six months or so. I will, do I will download all my clients' URLs, uploading into a Screaming Frog and make sure that there are no 401s, that there are no 302s, 301s. Because um, I actually saw that happening with a client. I was surprised they had so many redirects that I didn't notice before. And at any time, Google can realize that and then reject all my ads, which we don't want. Um, and it just came to mind, um, and it goes back to what Greg thing was saying about SEN Rush and looking at topics and ideas. So BuzzZumo also has a free version that allows you to see topics that people are talking about, but it comes more rather than from a keyword perspective, it comes more from a content question perspective. So it can give you great ideas about um, questions you might be interested in answering, questions you can add to your ads, uh, keyword ideas, and so on and so forth. Awesome. Greg Finn? Yeah, so for me, sort of the miscellaneous tools are, I, I kind of do it like manually, what, what PPC Greg was talking about before, where I'll pop on a VPN and just check and see what's going on in different locations, just because I sort of I've done that for a while and didn't know that tool actually existed. Um, but I just I'll hop around and be like, what does it look like in Canada? What does it look like in this city? And, and things like that. And I use Winscribe for that. Um, another thing too is especially if you're taking over a new account or if it's an industry you're not that familiar with, um, it honestly reminds me of lyrics from a Mike Posner song. And from the top of the soil, an iris blue. It was pretty in May, but it died in June from the song Iris off the 2016 Operation Wake Up album. I think that's the wrong one I wrote down. <laughs> um, but Google Trends, right? There's different search queries, intent, different volume at different times in the year. And you know it's easy to just come in and, and not address that, but like we'll grab all that data, we'll grab it from other locations, 
and try to come up with estimates based off of historicals, trends, and things like that, and figure out the best times to actually spend that money. Awesome. And the last category I have here is dream tools. So I want all of you to tell me a tool that you wish existed and you need somebody to make for you. So Andrea, I'll start with you. Google ads and LinkedIn ads offline editor, please. Can we get snaps for that? Well, technically, hold on. Let me give credit to AJ Wilcox because he actually has a fr some free tools on his website. Um, b2link.com where you can go in and he has things like ad scheduling for LinkedIn and other cool stuff that you can download um, and use. Um, but it would be great to have like the formal whole thing that you can use. Okay, Greg Finn, what is your dream tool? So my dream tool is for dealing with support on all these ad platforms. Google has a, a product called Google Duplex where you can call and it like sets up... Um, you know, appointments for you or meetings or something like that. I want that for support. I just wanted to get to like do all the support work until I could talk to somebody that can help me. That's what I want. Google Duplex for ad platform support. PBC Greg. So I, I think mine's going to be more, more focused on the uh, Afi score, um, especially since that's such a large part of uh, Google partnership nowadays. Um, I think they lowered the. Uh, minimum you have to spend per quarter so you know you don't have to be a real big baller spending a million dollars um so something to clear those out but then keep them cleared out as well so uh and then i'm actually just stealing that idea straight from cami caroos on ppc chat but um I, I know when they first announced it that you can now just clear out and that would apply to your score people were really excited but then we started seeing it pop back in where the recommendations come back in and it would lower your score again and so trying to keep up with that is just going to be impossible. Awesome. And I have mine. Actually, I have one to add. I want somebody to make a Google sheet that will take all of your RSA assets and make like every single variation that could possibly exist and spit them out for you. I'm sure it's possible, but somebody just needs to take the time to do it. Sounds like somebody's working with some compliance issues. Yeah. <laughs> Greg knows. <laughs> okay. Final category here, power user tools. So let's get into expert mode. Can you guys give me examples of use cases for tools that you might not think to use the tool this way, but you know, it's a nice little tip for how you can use it. Greg Finn. Yeah, so for me, I love a tool called Scrapebox. It's just a scraping tool. It's made to scrape the entire web, scrape anything. You can say, um, I want to look and see how many videos a competitor has. You can scrape their channel. And I kind of, it's a, I guess, an homage to Will Scott from um, Search Influence, where he talks about barnacle SEO. Um, and what you can do with Scrapebox is you can run through and find out what pages are ranking for terms that you want to show your ad for, right? And so then you can get a list of, say, a thousand, the top thousand um, sites that rank for, uh, you know, fresh bananas, let's say. Um, then what you can do is you can just take this listing of all these sites that rank, and then you can just try to put them in as placements, right? Well, the worst it's going to do is it's not going to have AdSense on there, and you're not going to be able to show ads there. But we've had clients that work really, really well. Like one specific site can just drive perfect traffic. So if you use a scraping tool like that, you can just go through, grab all the organic listings, and then just try to put your ads on it. Like you're trying to get that traffic anyway. It's going to be cheaper than the click in most cases. Um, so, so check that out. And then you can also do it with, with YouTube. It's fantastic for YouTube. You just put in the search queries. 
um, that people might be searching for. It'll give all the lists there, but you can just see all those videos and all those placements and it's awesome. So a scraping tool like Scrapebox and then use it for placements. Love it. Andrea, anything? Well, I don't know if I'm answering that question, but this is what came to mind. Um, when Google make the locations that you are either regularly in or you are in the location, I was so annoyed by it. So I went to Google support or whatever it's called. And I found this list of all the countries and locations in the world. And I put a massive spreadsheet. So now I just filter. I only want to target the United States. I target the United States and then I excluded, copy and paste all the, um, you only need the criteria ID and the country name. And I add all of those as negative uh, locations because it makes my life easier. There are a few countries you cannot exclude, the ones that are forbidden to make um, trading relationships with the United States. So you cannot exclude things like North Korea or Cuba or things like that. But other than that, you can exclude everybody. That's exactly what this category was for. Thank you. And let's not tell Google about that one. <laughs> yeah. So fun fact that we can tell Google. So even though you cannot exclude Cuba and Iran and in North Korea, they will still grant you clicks from those locations on your ads. What? Oh um, the wonderful, oh God, uh, he lives in Idaho. It's the one that came up with them. Robert Brady. What's the awesome PPC person who... Um, wrote a blog post about that. Wow. Thank you, Robert. And thank you, Andrea. And thank you, Greg's too, for joining me today. You can catch Greg Finn on Marketing O'Clock every Friday, rain or shine. Greg, where can people get in touch with you to talk about PPC? Well, we have, at Marketing O'Clock, we have a Discord community and it's community.marketingoclock.com. Um, and in there, if you want me to run that scraping tool for any just, just generic keywords, I've done it. I think PPC Greg, it might've helped you um, what ran it for some YouTube stuff. Happy to help out any way you can with that stuff. Um, and then around marketing o'clock weekly news show every Friday, uh, where we keep you up to date with the news. And I am the second place Greg of the year somehow on my own show, but I think, I think I cemented first place Mike Posner fan. Okay. Maybe we'll have to vote. Andrea Cruz is a senior marketing manager at the fabulous co-marketing. Andrea, where can people get in touch with you? If you want to reach me out, please do it uh, through Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Andrea Cruz 92 and looking forward to seeing you there. She's a must follow. Yes, definitely. And PPC Greg works nowhere and does nothing. Greg, where can people get in touch with you? Uh, the produce section. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. So PPC chat on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at PPC Greg. Um, and then definitely... Uh, I'm always on the Marketing Clock Discord channel. Amazing. Thank you guys all so much for being here. It is now officially not marketing a talk. If you're looking for digital marketing news and a lot of really bad puns, please be sure to subscribe. We release new episodes with Jess Budd and Mark Saltarelli every Friday, as Greg just said, in addition to these special episodes that we, that we release every month. And we will see you next month.